Evening prayer begins on page 22. The Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 11 is on page 354, and we'll do Psalm 11 and Psalm 12. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye then to my soul, that she should flee as a bird unto the hill. For lo, the ungodly bend their bow, and make ready their arrows within the quiver, that they may privily shoot at them which are true of heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's seat is in heaven. His eyes consider the poor, and his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord approveth the righteous, but the ungodly, and him that delighteth in wickedness, doth his soul abhor. Upon the ungodly he shall rain snares, fire, brimstone, storm, and tempest. This shall be their portion to drink. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance will behold the thing that is just. Help me, Lord, for there is not one godly man left. For the faithful are minished from among the children of men. They talk of vanity, every one with his neighbor. They do but flatter with their lips, and dissemble in their double heart. The Lord shall root out all deceitful lips, and the tongue that speaketh proud things. Which have said, With our tongue will we prevail. We are they that ought to speak. Who is Lord over us? 
now for the comfortless troubles sake of the needy and because of the deep sighing of the poor i will up saith the lord and will help every one from him that swelleth against him and will set him at rest the words of the lord are pure words even as the silver which from the earth is tried and purified seven times in the fire thou shalt keep them o lord thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever the ungodly walk on every side when they are exalted the children of men are put to rebuke glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here begins the 22nd verse of the second chapter of ezekiel the likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads and under the firmament their wings spread out straight one towards another each one had two which covered one side and each one had two which covered the others of the body when they went i heard the noise of their wings like the noise of many waters like the voice of the almighty a tumult like the voice like the noise of an army and when they stood still they let down their wings a voice came from above the firmament that was above over their heads wherever they stood and they let down their wings and above the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne in the appearance like a sapphire stone on the likeness of the throne was the likeness of the appearance of a man high above it also from the appearance of his waist and upward i saw as it were the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it and from the appearance of his waist and downward i saw as it were the appearance of fire with brightness all around like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day so was the appearance of the brightness all round it this was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face, and I heard a voice of one speaking. And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. When the Spirit entered me, when he spoke to me, and set me on my feet, and I heard him who spoke to me, and he said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me and they and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day. So they are impudent and stubborn children, I am sending you to them, and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, As for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words, neither briars nor thorns or with you when you dwell among the scorpions do not be afraid of their words or dismayed by their looks though they are a rebellious house you shall speak my words to them whether they hear or whether they refuse for they are rebellious but you son of man hear what i say to you do not be rebellious like the rebellious house open your mouth and eat what i give you and when i looked there was a hand stretched out to me and behold a scroll of a book was in it and he said and he spread it before me and there was writing on the inside and on the outside was written the 
lamentations and mournings and woe. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 19th verse of the Gospel according to St. John. Now this is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed, and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you that we may give answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the path of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, Now those who were sent were from the Pharisees, and they would ask him, saying, Why then do you baptize, if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor a prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you who do, you do not know. It is he who is coming after me, is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. These things were done in uh, Bethabar, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day John saw coming towards him, saw Jesus coming towards him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said comes af after me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit of the Lord descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and I have testified that this is the Son of God. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. 
and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of sins, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save the people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only, that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles, mercifully grant that we, who know thee now by faith, may after this life have the fruition of the glorious Godhead through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue with um, Ezekiel and uh, the Gospel of John tonight. Ezekiel, we started yesterday, and, and the, the prophet was describing his vision and the glory of God. And the reminder is, if as he describes the throne of God, if the throne is this magnificent, what does that say about the glory of the one sitting on the throne? So we got, a, in verse 25, we hear that there's a voice from the throne. And the response to this voice, and this is a similar response to Isaiah and um, St. John in, in Revelation. I fell on my face in verse 28. And what the voice said, first the, spirits, the spirit stood Ezekiel back on his feet. The voice said, stand up, and the spirit stood him up. And then the voice said, I'm sending you to the children of Israel. And to them you will say, thus says the Lord God. That's what, that's kind of a, the mark of a prophet that he says that he speaks in the name of the Lord. So they may or may not hear him, but they will know a prophet has been among them. And I think that's a really good point that um, we do what God says, and it's not the response of who we say it to that we should be judging our, the effectiveness of our message, but did we follow the command of God and we speak his truth. God also says, this is another thing he says a lot to us. There's a fear not, do not be afraid. But he says, do not be afraid of them or their words. And thinking about um, being afraid of them, yeah, they can hurt me or something. So that, that might be something to be a fear, afraid of or their words. And I thought, how do words hurt? And what popped into my mind right away was Elijah after 
sacrificing and calling down fire from heaven and killing the prophets of Baal and watching God's glorious work. And Jezebel said, if, if you're not like those prophets by the end of the day, and her words cut him in half and he ran and he had to get out of there. He was scared and it was scared of the words. And so God's telling Ezekiel, don't be scared of them or their words. And I think that's important too, as, as a person who follows God, when we speak his truth, that, uh, you know, not everybody's going to stand up and, and applaud when we speak God's truth. And some will be actual, uh, hostile to us, but we don't have to be afraid because we're following the Lord God. So the next thing that happens is Israel. Ezekiel is handling a, handled a scroll with writing on both sides. And scrolls are usually written on one side, but in this case, it's both sides. And the reason it's on both sides is Israel's sins were so great that it took both sides to include everything that they had to had to hear. So, and Israel had totally failed at following God. And um, so Ezekiel's message to them is, is a call back to follow God. And the message is, I think we read yesterday, it was, it was not going to be a positive message. It was going to be hard and taste and bitter. And we'll find tomorrow that um, God, what God tells him to do with this scroll. And that'll be kind of interesting too. I think the most important thing for me as a follower of God is rather than blot them out for their sin, God reaches out through Ezekiel to call them back to himself. And how many times has he reached out to me and to you and said, come back. And I think that's something that we can, that we count on the love of God. And in our response would be maybe not to go so far away because of this love that God has. So as we look at John, the passage tonight is a familiar one with John the Baptist. But we got to keep in mind the purpose of the gospel of St. John, which is found in uh, John 20, 31 and 32. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. So towards this goal is what St. John is writing, and he brings in his first witness, John the baptizer. John the Baptist witnesses to Jesus three times in three days, and we're going to see two of them in this passage, and tomorrow you'll get the third. And so the first time the Jews come and they're questioning John the Baptist, are you Moses? Are you, are you, the, are you the Messiah? Are you Elijah? And he says, no. And they go, who are you? And, he, and he ends, in his answer, he says, but there stands one among you you do not know. It is he. And he bears witness to Jesus in that moment. And then the next day, John sees Jesus coming toward him and says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And we'll see the third witness will come tomorrow. It doesn't come in our passage today. And so I want to give you a little note on this whole scene of baptism with John. The Jewish leaders were not happy about John baptizing and asked why and on what authority was baptizing if he's not the Christ, Elijah, or Moses. And they were irritated and insulted because John was calling for Jews to come to repentance. And the Jews for this whole time had relied on their the fact that they were the chosen people of God and the receivers of the Torah. But what John's saying, and, and baptism was designed for proselytes who came, who were the non-Jews who converted to Judaism, had to go through this cleansing thing. And for John to be calling Jews themselves to be cleansed was uh, what they took as an insult. So like Ezekiel, John was calling the Jews to repentance because they were dependent on things that were not what God wanted. So the, the message is for the Jews is there's no advantage for you from your bloodline. Um, a change of heart is the qualifier for uh, membership in the kingdom of heaven. 
So all are one, or all, all everyone who is equal who believes in Jesus and surrenders to him as their Lord. And that's the message. It's hard for the Jews to swallow. It's not so hard for us to swallow. But it's also a message that we're called on to carry forth into society and into the nations. So just a few thoughts there. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And tonight we'll uh, make our private intercessions, our private intercessions before we start the prayer. Let us pray and accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb, for reading. Chris, for responding. It's good to be with you tonight. Thank you very Thank much. You, Bob. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Have a good Have a night, everybody. Day.